Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome one and all. It is the eve of the Masters in 2022. Mark Carnevale, the 1992 PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. That means he was the recipient of the Arnold Palmer Award, is joining us live from the, the I believe, in the in the car park of Augusta National. Carney, how are you today? I'm doing great, Maddie, and you are correct. I am uh, I'm in the parking area for the press building, so... I just thought this would be a better place to do it, just easier, don't have to deal with any other people. So, uh, plus we were a little late getting here, so I didn't want to have to find a place to be able to join you today. So I decided I would just stay in the cart. Yeah, the connection is absolutely perfect, and we appreciate your time as ever. Mark, obviously Tiger in his press conference yesterday saying that it is his plan to play at this point was major news for the Masters. The the images of him playing alongside of Freddie and JT on Monday in that gallery was incredible. I guess the first question I have for you is, have you had a chance to check out Tiger as yet and look at the swing? What's your assessment? I haven't, I haven't had a chance in person. I've seen video of it. Uh, it looks fine. And I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's the question. And he even said so. Uh, in his press conference that uh, it's not he's not concerned about uh, hitting the golf ball, his golf swing, uh, whether or not he can, uh, you know, hit golf shots on this golf course, which he knows so well. And I think that's obviously part of the factor while he why he's playing. But the the part that he said is concerned is that, you know, it's going to be his stamina. Uh, walking this golf course is not like walking any other place. Uh, and then you add in the uh, moisture and the softness, which could be out there and, and that's going to be his challenge without question. Uh, Carney, it seems as though because of Tiger's own words and, and bearing in mind, I, I think it's interesting that we constantly hear that Tiger likes to prove people wrong or, or what have you. But it, what's interesting to me about that is Tiger sets his own level of expectations. He's the one that said, I can't do it. And then he comes back and does it. And I'm not sure if that's really proving everybody wrong. But in this case, do you think that there is any risk whatsoever that Tiger will get to the starting line and go, you know what, I thought about it, I can't do it? I, I personally do. Uh, again, I mean, maybe a good thing is because of the rain, he hasn't been able to practice that much. Uh, I think that's the challenge. Uh, again, the stamina, being able to handle that. Uh, I mean, if he's going to deal with some pain. He talked about uh, being able to recover, particularly after he was here last week with his son Charlie, and they played 27 holes. Uh, but you're dealing with 72 holes. And what I do know, uh, Tiger doesn't enter golf tournaments. He doesn't think he can win. And I believe wholeheartedly he thinks he can win. I- I'm just, I don't understand the reason behind it. Uh, there seems to be some urgency for it. I agree with you. That he likes to prove people wrong. And I have no doubt he can prove people wrong. Uh, and I, again, I'm not questioning his ability to play or or possibly win. I just don't understand. I'm having a hard time grasping why he feels he needs to play. Uh, is there some ur- what's the what's the urgency? And again, if anybody can do it, and I would never doubt anything that Tiger could do uh, to recover from what he's went gone through. And we we tend to forget. Obviously, we focus on the accident he had 14 months ago, but we forget about the the surgeries to his back, the fusion to his back. You know how will that. Uh, you know, how will that affect his ability uh, to make it 72 holes? Um, again, I, I I have no doubt he's going to tee it up uh, with the intent to win this uh, this Masters. I, I just, I, again, it's not a it's not a question of of, of whether or not he could play. I, I just, I don't understand, and I'm having a hard time grasping the need to play. I don't know if he's bored. Uh, I don't know if he's trying to, uh, teach a lesson to not a lesson uh, give his son an example that you can overcome anything um, and, and his children not just Charlie but his but his daughter as well um, it, it's again it does it seems like to me that if you were gonna based on everything you hear about the recovery time and again Tigers is very unique and uh, he can do things that I think very few athletes have been able to recover from uh, 
to me, it would seem like the Open Championship would have been a much, um, I wouldn't say easier, because it's never easier playing in a major championship, but certainly the walk would have been easier, Matty, mm. uh, than what he's going to have to anticipate and expect here. But uh, look, uh, as I playing said, I would never doubt his ability to ever execute a golf shot. Uh, his intent that he believes he can win this tournament, uh, I, I have no doubt about that. Yeah, it's interesting that you brought up the back as well because of the very, very dramatic and traumatic injuries to his right leg. The back is seldomly spoken of. Uh, just as an aside, I think it's, if in terms of a endorsement of how well his back surgery had to have been performed, was that you know he crashed at 85 miles per hour and the back seemingly was okay, despite the fact that the that the truck that he was in, the SUV, um, sustained, <clears throat> excuse me, massive damage to the front and to the back, which would uh, would give one the impression that it probably tumbled. So it's it's incredible given all of those things. Now, given all this swirl of enthusiasm and excitement that is surrounding Tiger Woods, there is the whole rest of the field. And I'm curious uh, from your perspective, Mark Carnivale, in terms of given the rain at Augusta National, uh, given the the weather that is expected through three quarters at least of the tournament, which is going to be cool and very breezy, et cetera. I'm just curious what your thoughts are if we step outside of Tiger Woods for one second in terms of the rest of the field. Uh, It's going to be a challenge, but but I do think, in my opinion, there's a few players that I think are going to perform well that have in recent weeks performed well. Uh, I, I had the, uh, you know, I was with Jordan Spieth every day uh, last week at the, at the Valero Texas open. And while his putting stats didn't show it, Tita green, it's one of the best rounds of golf I've ever seen Jordan play. Mm. Uh, and we know his propensity uh, and the, and the love of this venue uh, and Augusta national and the masters uh, I like I like Jordan Spieth. Uh, I think Dustin Johnson began to show some form uh, leading up uh, to the Masters. Of course, the winner in 2020 when it was played in November. Uh, I think he's a player. Uh, you know, I, I, I think Xander Shoffley, after the disappointment of a year ago, while, again, not a lot of players have shown great, uh, you know, play. I mean, they have great form coming into this week, uh, other than uh, Scotty Scheffler, you know, who's won three times since the beginning of the, of the year. Uh, there have been a lot of inconsistencies among players. Uh, you know, obviously Sam Burns winning at Valero and all these winners and, and Cameron Smith. But, you know, the names that you think of, and I think Cameron Smith's another player that after taking a couple weeks off, three weeks off, you know, could be in, in, in good form coming in here. And he's had great success here. Uh, I think it's wide open, Maddie. quite frankly. Uh, I think uh, there's uncertainty, uh, obviously, with the weather. Uh, but, again, I I always go back, and, and this was something Billy Casper told me, uh, you know, when I played here back in 1993. He said, it takes a while to learn this, this property uh, and this golf course. And while players have had success, uh, first-timers not – not necessarily struggle, but it's just difficult to win this, uh, this title and this, this championship. Um, but I said there aren't, again, on, at least on my list, there's not a, a large number of them coming in here in great form. Absolutely fascinating from Mark Carnival. Now, Carney, last night, of course, was the champion's dinner and Hideki Matsuyama, uh, very much in tribute to Japan, his homeland, uh, served a lot of sushi, etc. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever asked Mark Carnivale this question, but I can't wait to find out what the answer is. If it were a champion's dinner hosted by Mark Carnivale, what would be on the menu? Wow. Um, that's, a, that's a great question. Uh, well, I would prob- it would probably be, uh, I know what the main meal would be. Uh, it would probably be... Uh, a, a a grilled veal chop, uh, bone in, of course. Uh, obviously, a little garlic, <laughs> uh, butter, maybe maybe some hot peppers uh, along with it. Um, probably my my grandmother's uh, bolognese sauce would be 
that that might be a little side with some uh, certainly asparagus. Uh, I I it, I probably have oysters, fresh oysters, uh, as an appetizer. Maybe a little sushi. Uh, but for dessert, it would be my mother's coconut cake without a question that she would make for me every day, every year for my birthday, uh, growing up. Um, there would obviously be plenty of wine too, Maddie, as you know. Yeah, I thought you were um, going to start with the wine, Carney. What, what would, well, what would you be serving on the table? Uh, I would probably be serving an Amarone. Class. Um, uh, with, with the veal chop. Now there, we might have some other options prior to that but with dinner it would be amarone uh and obviously there would be probably we'd probably have some uh Chipino as well you know with the with the seafood to give yeah. people options and um but it would it would probably pretty sure would be of the italian variety i love it karn uh, I, I we're not going to keep you long today because i know you've got a very busy schedule what is your role this week at augusta national how can we catch whatever you're involved in uh, it'll be on you know serious xm uh Masters Radio. It also it's also available, I believe, on Masters.com. Uh, I will Radio be calling uh, golf at at the third hole, the eighth hole, the par five, uh, the par five thirteenth, and then later in the broadcast, after everybody comes through thirteen, I'll move over to fifteen and sixteen, uh, and join Brian Katrick over there as the final groups make their way through there. We start at two p.m. Uh, tomorrow, and it's on at two p.m. every day. I think it's two to seven. Obviously, it could go longer depending on the weather and and sure. certainly whether or not there's any you know extra play. But uh, looking forward to it. Uh, it's it's going to be the first time in in two years that uh, the patrons, uh, a lot of patrons. There were some limited last year. Uh, full patrons uh, this year. Uh, there's definitely a buzz here, Maddie. Uh, different than it was the last couple of years. Uh, so I think it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We cannot wait to hear your work then, Mark Carnival. Thank you very much for that. Uh, in, and we can confirm that Masters Radio is available on the Masters app. It's available on Masters.com. He mentioned specifically Sirius XM. I know that uh, CBS uh, Sports Radio is also involved as we're looking at it all here. Carney, you are the best. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great time. Anytime, Matty. You guys take care. All right. We'll talk to you very, very soon. So, Dom, do you have a copy of... Hideki's menu last night. Can you go through that with us? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I'll get it. Give me, give me a few. Well, we seconds. have it up on the screen for you. Go ahead. Oh well, that's easy. Wow. I, I mean, I planned it this way. This is all highly produced. <laughs> yes, of course, Andrew. Andrew, can you put the uh, the menu up on the up on the screen for our audience so we can read through this together? <laughs> So last night's dinner uh, was, at, for appetizers, assorted sushi. Sashimi nigiri yakitori chicken skewers, which is sort of like a little barbecued chicken on a stick. It's very, very good. Miso glazed black cod with a dashi broth. Miyazaki wagyu, which is an A5 wagyu beef ribeye with mixed mushrooms and vegetables. Wow, and a daikon ponzu, which is like a, a citrus sauce. Japanese... Strawberry shortcake, which is a fluffy sponge cake with whipped cream and a Mao strawberries. That must be a that's a variety of strawberries. I don't think I've ever heard of. That sounds kind of cool. So that's obviously absolutely delicious. Clearly, um, if you watch some of the press conferences in the last few days, and you can find them all, they're all available on Masters.com and all over the place. Um, there was someone in the in the media contingent who was asking every player about this menu. And I'm not sure if you saw this stuff, Matt, but almost all the players were like, yeah, it looks great. I'm excited. <laughs> Jordan Spieth specifically did not ask them to list the menu. Like the, the lady said, do you know the menu? And then she would read the menu to the players. She said to, to Jordan, do you know the menu? He goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, don't know, I know the menu. You don't got to tell me anything. And then she said, what do you think? He goes, I think they're going to have to pull me out in a cart and I'm going to have like four different <laughs> servings. So, so Jordan, I think Jordan might have enjoyed the meal more than anybody last night. That's but awesome. Perhaps we'll find out later today. <laughs> yeah, the picture is out of of all the champions together that we're able to gather in 2022, and as ever, it is impressive. The smiles on their faces speaks volumes, 
in and of <clears> itself. <throat> and and I, I did think it was it was great. Tiger in his press conference yesterday was talking about this dinner and talking about as they always do the stories that are told there because obviously a, a dinner of this sort is going to span the generations. And Tiger said specifically a lot of the stories that cannot be made public was the way that he phrased it. And we always used to hear those stories as well with uh, with Sam Snead in particular because because of the color of his jokes that he would like to tell as he went on. And it's it just, it, it's so cool. And it's one of the great traditions of the Masters. Now, Dom, I got to ask you this too. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Andrew this as well. I asked Carney what his dinner would be, his champion's dinner. So champion's dinner for... Domenico Scarano, what would it be? Oh, it's a challenging question because there's a lot of uh, options for me. But well, you're gonna have to. Win I would it do all times, the cooking then. myself. What? I would do all the cooking myself? Yes. So that would Andrew, be a first. I, Andrew, I, I don't think Andrew got all the pictures I sent him, and I'm sure he's working feverishly on them. But 165, 166, 167, Andrew, you can throw those up there with a the great background or whatever you want. Um, that right there. Looks that like looks delicious, does it not? If you're if you're watching on the TV side, you can see a what I would call a cheeseburger, butcher's cut blend. Oh, right, hamburger with three kinds of cheese and some peppered bacon with arugula, just a little bit of mayonnaise on a sesame bun. That Isn't is that what Tiger served I have in '98. That. That, these pictures are my pictures. Fair enough. That's fair I enough. cooked that like two weeks ago. Oh, this was this, you take pictures of your own food? Yeah, sometimes depends. But so, so this picture right here is a burger that I made a couple weeks ago. It was amazing. I would totally serve that to everybody at the champions. Please Why not? tell me you made it so for more one than just thing. yourself. We could totally do that. We could do that. Uh, the next picture here, you go ahead and take preview, Andrew. This right here is just a little chicken parm. It's just a little chicken parm I threw together. Uh, it's outstanding. You got the so homemade you, mozzarella. You put it under the broiler to get that nice brown Wait a nice minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How bubbles. many mains are you going to have here? Well, you know, I are haven't decided yet. Are you going to be the first ever to serve a buffet? So, so I listen. Listen. Options. It's all about <laughs> options. All right? Augustus is about so options. This next one coming up it? here, this is my homemade recipe, orange chicken. So I make this from scratch. Soup to nuts. It's outstanding. If you're watching on the TV side, you can see a picture. You could serve this in a restaurant. I could charge you $50 for that and you'd pay for it. But it's my master's dinner, so it's free. I'll be back in there with a walk making this stuff happen. I got no problem doing that. So let's with go your green to jacket 175. On. 175. Here's a little gnocchi. A little gnocchi I just threw together here. A little caramelized onions. Some, uh, some sausages in there. Fresh basil. Some pecorino on top. This could be an appetizer. This could be the appetizer, man. So what do you and do if what do you do, them, Dom, if Patrick Reed says he doesn't like anything you've made so far? That's impossible. Come on, look at all the options. So now we come to the main course. The main course is of course 170. We haven't Andrew, done the main course my yet. Family's homemade secrets lasagna recipe. If you're watching on television for the first time in the history of the Fairways of Life in 15 years, I have I have put a picture up, just a picture. I will never share the recipe. You will never get it from my, my body. Never. But there's a picture of the glory right there. So that, I'm going to have to make probably, so that's, that's sort of like a 9 by 13 tray. So I might have to make like, how many people are in that picture, Andrew? What is it, like 25 guys there? How many people? Do we even know, Matt? How many people are at the dinner? How many oh, people is one, that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, it's like 20. 10, 11, Let's call it 25. 12, 13, 14, so I should, 16, I make maybe. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. There's at least 30 in the picture. It's a lot of trays of lasagna, Dom. Live on the fairways of life. There we go. We <laughs> so, got it, though. So I would make, I would make probably five trays of that lasagna. I'd be in the back slaving away. I love doing it. And then for dessert, I'm a simple man, Matt. Some chocolate chip cookies. Those are also <laughs> chocolate chip cookies that I made myself. Uh, well, actually, I Piping think that, that particular version of chocolate chip cookie was made um, with, my, uh, <laughs> with my son. He helped me. So oh, that's cool. all those pictures, for the record, all the pictures that you have seen were taken by me of my own food. Yes, and yes, I would that was, that's been well established. I don't know if I'd be the first one in history, but as a master oh, you champion, would be the first one. I would 100% be doing all the cooking. 
Yeah, you'd be the first one. I would 100% I can, I can do all the cooking. Yeah. Andrew, just show that picture of my lasagna one more time. Just, this is the last time, only for a second. You Take it off. Take it off. That's it. That's all you get to see. All right, there you go. A couple seconds of that. He's afraid the the recipe will somehow seep out. Andrew, did you put together what what your pick is for there? Not not that I'm expecting you to go as deep into it as as Dom did with this. I didn't even know he was so well prepared. Arugula salad. Arugula salad. He he wants to start with, and then that's too healthy. Lobster bisque, Dom. This is very healthy. I don't like this. Grilled grouper, or or roast duck. Get some mashed potatoes in there. Mashed potatoes. Dessert. Dessert. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. That is class, right there. The last time we had this question, uh, the last time you and I discussed this in the Fairways of Life show, Dom, I was serving you. I was. I did surf and turf with a big old lobster, but I'm changing it up for this Masters. Uh, I'm going to start with with an almond and apple salad to get things underway. Then I'm going to go as a starter with pan-seared scallops. After the pan-seared scallops, the main rack of lamb with garlic mash, maybe some Brussels sprouts or, or, or asparagus on the side, and then to wrap it all up, thanks for coming. How can you go wrong with a brownie sundae? Are these pictures of your own food here, Matt? They are not pictures of my food. I can assure you of that. But that's a direction that we are going to go. I'll tell you the direction we're going to go right now is we're going to be joined when we come back by one of the voices in the game of golf that means so much. What I mean by that is when you get someone that runs one of the major golf equipment companies, it's different. When that major golf equipment company has a, a very impressive stable that includes none other than Tiger Woods, then it means even more on this particular week. The Fairways of Life show is presented in part by the PGA Tour Superstore. I was there yesterday. I don't know if I gave you an estimate, Dominic. I went in. In our house, it's birthday season. I'm not even going to tell you what I dropped in the PGA Tour Superstore, but it was worth it, and it was a lot. But Hopefully, everyone will be happy with the gifts that they'll be getting forthcoming. You can be happy by going to the PGA Tour Superstore and seeing their big, beautiful stores that have everything you could possibly want in it. We're hoping to do a broadcast from there live next week as well. Uh, What I do, and maybe you guys do this too, but everyone should get custom fit for the clubs. So even when I get clubs that come in that have been custom fit, you know what I mean? Where, where a manufacturer sends in and say, hey, we want you to test these things and blah, blah, blah. I still bring them to the PGA Tour Superstore and make sure that everything is as it's supposed to be in terms of loft and lies, et cetera. Uh, I would recommend everyone to do that if you otherwise, really, what you need to do is get fit. Uh, that's what we're going to be speaking about when we come back. PGATourSuperstore.com is a great place to get started. And speaking of getting fit in one of the most important parts of your game, stay with us. Ben Hogan demanded perfection in every golf club that bore his name. We still do. Exceptional quality, exceptional craftsmanship, exceptional price. Order your custom-built combo iron set at BenHoganGolf.com. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solime Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Tralee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I absolutely smoked that. (laughs) Anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour B for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. Got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. 
Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One zero one. Gives you feedback in real time. Do you feel where you are in your golf swing? Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of back swing, 50.3 inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show, Wednesday of Masters Week. Everybody is fired up. No doubt, Dan Murphy, who is the president and CEO of Bridgestone Golf, is fired up for multiple reasons. Not only because of the new product that they have loading into the marketplace right now in 2022, but for the week that stands before us. Now, I can tell you, in 2019, it was January of 2019, I interviewed Dan as part of our coverage on Golf Channel of the PGA show. And he unabashedly said to me then, Tiger Woods is going to win the Masters. I remember thinking to myself, really? Okay, I mean, he was playing well, coming off tour championships. I get it. But with such conviction, and I'm hoping that behind all that, he was able to put down a few pounds in a bet someplace because he was 100% right, and early on he named it. What's going on, Dan? How are you? Hey, good morning, Matt. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to have you on. So, did you, how many people did you hear from after your prediction that Tiger Woods was going to win around the world and then he got it done? Well, the guys in Vegas wanted to put me on retainer and, <laughs> and sort of pick my brain for some of these big upcoming sporting events. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm under a secrecy agreement, so I can't really tell you exactly, you know, how much I'm, I'm making on, on that. But uh, no, that was a fun prediction and <laughs> it was good times back then. So to, speaking of picking your brain then, with what Tiger Woods is doing this week, when did you know? When did Dan Murphy know that there was a possibility when the rest of the world was like, what are you, crazy? There's no way. When did you know that this was possibly going to happen? Well, I mean, it wasn't confirmed until everybody else knew. But, yeah, there were some clues along the way. Um, obviously, we're tuned into what he's doing. Uh, we had the pleasure of going down to um, – to do some video comment or video content with him back in early February. So we had a, a look and I, I got an early look at how, how good he looks. I mean, he's been working out, his upper body's huge and he was moving well and he was feeling well. And so I had kind of a, an inkling then. And then uh, along the way, there's been a few other clues. Um, you know, we were pretty excited on Friday of last week to, to be told that we should indeed ship his golf balls to Augusta. So that was a, a good sign for us. And then we, we, it was just confirmed yesterday at 11 o'clock, just like everybody else. And uh, I guess it's still a game time decision to see where he goes, but it's, it's amazing. The, the buzz down here in Augusta, I'm at our uh, hospitality house right now. And the buzz is amazing. Well, rightfully so, because it's, it's a massive, massive story uh, in terms of your stable that obviously includes Tiger Woods. Uh, just you, you take it wherever you please, but kind of, kind of touch on your thoughts heading into the Masters with the, with the players that will be teeing up with Bridgestone golf balls, including the newest. Yeah, uh, well, we've got the twenty two Tour B in play uh, with a couple of different guys. Um, Freddie's playing the RXS, which is exciting for us, and um, uh, he had a, a couple of weeks off, but he's feeling good. I had. Uh, lunch with his agent yesterday and and freddie teed it up with tiger on monday and freddie's feeling good and hitting the ball really well after being off a little bit he had a little bit of a tweak to his body but it's, it's feeling really good now so um we're expecting good stuff from freddie i think he'll make the cut 
Um, we've also got Bryson DeChambeau coming in. He plays the X model, and um, he's coming off injury as well. As everybody knows, he hurt his hand. And I think that's going to be an interesting one, Matt, to look at, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, because I think he's going to throttle it back a little bit and, and kind of stay in the fairway a little bit more. And um, it'll be interesting to see where where how he plays Augusta if he just throttles it back. You remember last year he was trying to overpower the course and really didn't work out for him. So um, strategically, we'll see where he goes. And um, and then, of course, uh, Tiger's uh, the big news for us, and he's playing the new 20 Tour B 22 Tour B RX uh, RXS. That's the, the slightly softer, spinnier version. You know, mm-hmm. Tiger always likes a spinny ball because he can do what he wants with it, take it on, uh, or throttle it back on the spin. So um, he's really excited about it. He he loves the ball. Uh, Bryson and Tiger in particular really helped us develop those golf balls. We work with them from an R and D perspective in a in a big way. And uh, not only do they get out there and play it, but they also help us design it. And that, that probably sets us apart from some others, that we get two of the greatest uh, tinkerers or uh, uh, geeks of golf to really get under the hood and help us help us uh, design the golf balls that we make available to the consumer. So it's been yeah. fun. Yeah, very unique. And, of course, uh, we've seen the news that Jason Day has decided to play Bridgestone. And he's playing well, too. Um, we really expected he'd get here. It's a... Uh, um, but uh, for the rest of the season, he's he's really making a comeback. He had some back pain. You know, of course, he was number one in the world at one time. Um, interesting story of how he came to Bridgestone. He was uh, he was playing with Tiger in an event uh, a couple years ago, and he was watching what Tiger was doing with his golf ball, and he said, "Wow, that's that's amazing." And so he called us, and uh, when he was free to to look at new golf balls. And came to us really and played the ball without a contract all last year. And then this year we went ahead and made it official and, and, and inked a contract with him. So um, he kind of came to us on his own. And we really expect he's going to play well this year. I mean, uh, we got uh, obviously three more majors after this, and, and he's going to gear himself up and, and, and get going. So we expect huge things from Jason Day. He's going to be the comeback story of the year. Now, you mentioned a couple of times the new 2022 Tour B. So uh, let's get into that. What What is different about the Tour B? Because when it was introduced, it was already revolutionary in terms of what it changed with, the, with that cover and with the technology within. How do you go from great to better? <laughs> well, very carefully. Um, the... Uh... Yeah, the cover story, uh, we were able to to tweak the cover uh, a little bit more and deliver more of what everybody wants, which is distance and spin at the same time. So Tiger, for example, uh, obviously wants to hit it as long as he can, uh, but still maintain that uh, that, that spin around the green. So, um, you know, we, we were able to do that with the reactive cover. It basically is a smart material in the reactive cover. When you hit it hard, it um, it firms up and goes long, and when you hit it soft with a wedge, then it, then it stays soft and spins around the green. So um, our engineers are world class. We really work closely with our tire division. A lot of people say golf balls and tires. What's the deal? How can those two things relate to each other? But it's really close correlation, and we use a lot of the uh, the material science and, and polymer science engineering uh, that we do in, in tires to to our golf balls and able to deliver really world-class breakthrough products and the reactive cover of the 22 Tour B is that. That's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Obviously, though, that's not the only uh, arrow in your in your quiver at Bridgestone. When you talk about other options, whether it be price point uh, that driven or technology driven, what are some of the things that the golfers out in the world should know, uh, Dan, in terms of your offerings? Well, I mean, we've got something for everybody. You know, uh, we popularized ball fitting, and um, it, it's somewhat common now, but we were the pioneers of that back in the day. And um, we very much talk about how getting the right golf ball for your game is is very, very important. We don't all wear size extra large shirts or, or size eight shoes, or nor do we play uh, all extra stiff shafts like the uh, like the pros do. So we, we take that customization story to, to the golf ball as well. And so uh, golf balls like, for example, the E12 that you're seeing on the screen now is a great golf ball for the recreational player. It's a, it's a, it's a soft golf ball. It's a very low spinning golf ball off the, off the driver. And it'll, it'll give you more uh, opportunity to stay 
on the fairway, um, but still giving you really good performance around the green. Um, so, you know, we put as much technology into Tiger Woods golf ball. Uh, you know, we, we put as much technology into our uh, recreational balls as we do into the Tiger Woods golf ball. And so I think that's a, that's an important distinction of us. We don't, it's not just a trickle down of old technology from the tour. We really think about what's right for an individual player, be it a recreational guy that plays, uh, uh, on the weekends or, or the guys that are playing here at Augusta. So it's, um, it's a company philosophy to make sure we take care of folks. Yeah, in the video that we're showing to the world right now on the television <clears throat> side, folks, and I'll explain it for those of you listening to us on the radio side, one of the clips showed an array of these vibrant colors. How much is that a story of golf balls over the last couple of years and the fact that the appetites for golfers has changed in terms of those optics? Yeah, well, I think everybody uh, in consumer choice across the board, not only golf balls, um, people enjoy things that represent what they what they want and what they feel and, and what appeals to them. So customization and, and variety is very, very important. The colors are, are fun. They're, um, they give people an opportunity to express themselves. A lot of team color choices, a lot of uh, um, oh, cool. state color choices and such. So um, yeah, I mean, the, the colors are fun. They've, they've kind of uh, stabilized at about 20% of the market. And um, it, it was a real growth area for us in a little a while ago, a couple of years ago, but it's kind of stabilized now. And it's been, it's been a nice part of our business and gives us, you know, another quiver in the arrow of our portfolio. Yeah, it's all, it all sounds awesome. Now, also in the video that we were playing, you could see uh, in the particular clip that we had up, it was Freddie Couples and he, and he was using his own mobile phone to record Tiger Woods for a ball fitting, that V fitting is in video fitting. How much has that been a game changer for Bridgestone too? Yeah, it's big and we revamped it for 22 as well. So if you go to BridgestoneGolf.com, um, you, can, you can get ball fit. You can send us a video. Uh, there's a, also a question answer um, a way to get ball fit as well. So there's, there's a variety of ways to get ball fit. But if you go to BridgestoneGolf.com, um, yeah, we'll fit you up uh, if you can't get to a country club fitting. We we're out there in the world fitting still at country clubs, but sometimes that's not as available. So we've made it available on, on the website. You can input your data, if you like, um, your launch characteristics, and we can, we can give you a ball fitting recommendation. You can send us a video, or like I said, you can just do a, a Q&A. So there's a, a variety of ways to, to get the right ball for your game, and we think that's, that's really important because – Playing what's right for you gives you more enjoyment, gives you more opportunity for success. And, um, you know, we, that's uh, been, a, been a really important thing for our company. It is awesome. Okay, now, already on the show today, we had the 1992 Arnold Palmer Award uh, recipient with Mark Carnevale, who was Rookie of the Year that year. And then I ran through it with my staff here in studio because of the Champions Dinner, what their menu would be if they were serving the same. So because we have the distinguished company of the CEO and president of Bridgestone Golf and Dan Murphy, I want to know what Dan Murphy's Champions Dinner menu would be. <laughs> Dom's lasagna. I'd call Dom and I'd say, Dom, that lasagna yes, that you showed four or five times. <laughs> I was telling Dom off offline. I was like, Dom, you're in the wrong business, man. You, you need to set up a restaurant. And uh, I mean, that's that's what I would call Dom because he's funny. You should ask Dan. I mean, I'm he, looking for. I can't top right that. <laughs> I'm go sending ahead, Dom, you a check. Dominic, go ahead. He couldn't. He's, he couldn't uh, hear what you said. You guys were speaking at the same time. No, I just said I'm looking for investors. It's funny you should ask. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, I'm writing you a check, and I think we call it your restaurant. We're partners now. It's uh, Dom's <laughs> Champs. It's not a bad and, idea. And we just I love it. Feature, we feature a, a champion dinner every, uh, you know, as the special every night. I think you the know, easy we, way to do it is, Andrew, tiger. put the lasagna up. Just There's for only one thing on the menu. One more time. Only for Dan. So I think we could have the, the Hideki uh, platter. We could have the Tiger platter. We could have uh, the Freddy platter, you know, and we could we could just rotate and have a whole <laughs> themed restaurant going on. Yeah, he did I don't try think to steal be any Tiger's trademark infringement. 
No, it's great. It's awesome. All right, Dan. Well, you guys have lots of fun with Bridgestone Golf. BridgestoneGolf.com is the website you guys can log on to. Love what you're doing, as always. Uh, Love the fact that you're bringing such incredible technology from outside the golf industry into it because of the thousands of engineers and scientists that are associated with Bridgestone and all facets of their business. You guys can use this technology to make sure that you play better golf. Get fit for your golf ball. It is the most important part of your equipment and don't just find a golf ball you found in a pond or or in the mud someplace use one that will actually make you play better why wouldn't you get fit for that critical part of your game dan murphy it is always a pleasure my friend thank you you're the best maddie thank you so much okay we'll talk to you very soon and good luck to everybody in the bridgestone stable this week up at augusta so when we come back folks we have something special for you. Not only are we going to take a look at some of the tea times for tomorrow, but the other thing that we're going to do is feature another one of the features that we put out to the world just early today, and that is the major role that Augusta played in the Civil War. I think you'll find it fascinating. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up. Don't forget about DeWiz, the newest member of the Fairways of Life family. It is a wearable technology that will track your swing in real time with a level of precision that is absolutely unheard of. It is based on neuroscience. It measures your movements in real time and space, giving you feedback you need to make immediate adjustments to your swing. Log on to DeWizGolf.com today. That is DeWizGolf.com. Dot com today. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up on the eve of the Masters. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern lower peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. Today, there are smarter phones, smarter cars, smarter everything. So Bridgestone Golf's engineers thought, why not a smarter golf ball? Introducing the new Tour B with a smart reactive IQ cover that delivers more power off your driver and more control off your wedges. Try Bridgestone's new Tour B with reactive IQ cover. The smarter Tour Ball. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Ben Hogan demanded perfection in every golf club that bore his name. We still do. Exceptional quality. Exceptional craftsmanship. Exceptional price. Order your custom-built equalizer two wedges at benhogangolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today, and they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know, PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on Wednesday on the eve of the Masters. 
Yeah, he never, Dom just said he never answered a question about it. Dan, Dan Murphy didn't actually tell me what his master's dinner he, he would be. He didn't actually, he just said he wants my lasagna. He was too thrown which, off by you know lasagna. What? For Dan Murphy, I'm happy to do it. But it's quite possible we could interpret that as being that Dom's lasagna is Dan Murphy's champion's dinner. So you're going to be back in the kitchen again. You might as well stay there. Well, he, he, he has some sway and some power. Listen, if whoever wins the Masters this year is under Bridgestone's umbrella, I and will come in and I'm offering my services for free. I will come in and cook for the champions. I don't even have to be at the dinner. I'll just cook them the lasagna, and they can have it. Do you see Dom in the kitchen throwing things around, oh, screaming yeah. at people? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that food might look great. But I tell you right, the mess I leave to create that masterpiece. How many times are we going to show the lasagna? <laughs> the mess I leave. Exactly. As many times as humanly possible. <laughs> no, there's no, there is no doubt about that. So we're going to go through some tea times with you. The tea times, of course, were announced yesterday. If you go to masters.com, you can find all of this content right there that we're cruising through. I like this group at group two at 8, 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. Mike Weir, Padraig Harrington, and Austin Greaser. Austin is an amateur, but he's playing with a couple of major champions in that one. At 8.22, Larry Mize will be playing along uh, Sepp Straka and Francisco Molinari. And what's interesting about that group, again, a couple of major champions in, in the threesome, is that Larry Mize's shot in 87 from the right of the 11th green with the changes that they've made this year. They're saying that that particular shot option no longer exists from that spot. At 833, Fred Couples will be playing alongside of young Garrett Higo and Guido Migliati. Uh, he would love your, uh, your lasagna, Dom. There's no doubt about that as the, as the Italian second group in a row that we've had an Italian feature. Uh, 844, Vijay Singh, Ryan Palmer uh, will be together with Kyung Hoon Lee. Uh, let me just keep on cruising through here. At 9.06, Stuart Sink, Brian Harmon, and Harry Higgs will be heading off. At 9.17, uh, Zach Johnson, a past Masters champion, Siwoo Kim, and Aaron Jarvis, who is an amateur. At 9.39, uh, Wolf, List, and Hughes. Uh, at uh, 9.50, another uh, Masters champion, Danny Willett, will be playing aside side of Jason Kokrak and Taylor Gooch. Uh, just continue the cruise through here. At 10.01, uh, when you're looking at, at people saying favorites, I'm not going to say dark horse because there's nobody in this field that's a dark horse. But a lot of, t- a lot of people are, are mentioning the name Max Homa. Uh, he's playing alongside of Kevin Ott and another player who a lot of people are mentioning in Shane Lowry. So we'll see what happens with, with those players. Uh, at uh, 10-12, Daniel Berger, Tommy Fleetwood, and Kevin Kistner. Again, any one of those threes, it wouldn't surprise me if they contend or were to win, particularly with the form that Kistner has of late. 10-23 is when you're going to find Bryson DeChambeau. He'll be playing alongside of Cameron Smith and Paul Casey. And once again, it's another grouping that would it surprise you if any one of those three were in the mix down the end? Maybe, and it's funny because it, it speaks to, to his I don't know whether you call it rust or his injury, but of those three, probably Bryson would be the one to say, yeah, he'd be the least of what I expected. All right, next grouping at that point at 1034 is when Tiger is playing. He's also one of the featured groups. Uh, Tiger Woods, Louis Hazen, and Joaquin Neiman, as Dom says in my headset, shocking that Tiger would be featured. Can you imagine the uproar if he wasn't? though. Uh, and I'll go to Dom in a second, Dom, so you can confirm for me all the featured groups that people are going to be able to find through the digital platforms, the early coverage. Uh, I know it's on ESPN Plus as well as on masters.com. The next group, the very next group is Justin Thomas. He's playing alongside of, of James Piat and, and Hideki Matsuyama, James the Amateur, that featured at the, of course, at the, the U.S. Amateur, and it was amazing. Uh, but there was a funny story told by John Rahm yesterday in his press conference where they were asking, I don't even know how the question was asked about, do you ask Tiger for, you know, any type of insight? Like, you know, he sp- spoke specifically about playing into the grain in Bermuda. And John Rahm was kind of, uh, it was kind of interesting. He was, he was like, no, there's, there's nobody in this field that gets any advice from Tiger except for Justin Thomas, which I thought was interesting. Then he gave a couple examples when he asked Tiger for some advice and Tiger was, he was like, he asked us specifically about playing into the grain of Bermuda. And Tiger was like, no, nah, it's all about coming in shallow. And, and John Rahm was like, okay, thanks. At 10.56, another former Masters champion, Adam Scott, will be playing alongside of Scotty Scheffler, who's on a tear, and Tony Finau. 
just keep on cruising through here. Bernard Langer will be off at 11.40. Charles Schwartzel at 11.51 alongside of Bob McIntyre and Laird Shepard, another amateur. Justin Rose at 12.02. will be Lee Westwood and his group. Corey Connors is playing alongside him. Uh, you know, again, talk about Dark Horse. Somebody asked me in one of the interviews that who's your dark horse, which always I kind of bristle a little bit at, but but I picked Corey Connors as one that a lot of people aren't thinking about. Patrick Reed is off at 12-24 alongside of Seamus Power, who's been playing very well, and Lucas Herbert, who's now a winner on both tours. A group 24, there's Bubba Watson, Tom Hoagie, and Kita Nakajima. Nakajima's an amateur, but because amateurs can have sponsorships now, it was announced that he's just been signed by TaylorMade. At 12.57, there you find Webb Simpson, Mark Leishman, and Sunjay M. You heard it here. Keep an eye on Webb Simpson this week. Great. He's an amateur champion, or a major champion, I mean, but he's been playing very well, and he's been fine in terms of his form, his ball striking uh, is what I'm uh, specifically referencing there. Just keep an eye on him. At 108, Sergio Garcia, Thomas Peters, Harold Varner III. Sounds like a comfortable group. At 119, Abraham Answer, Terrell Hatton, and Sam Burns. Again, any one of those three could win the Masters. And I'm really very curious to see how Sam Burns performs at Augusta in 2022. Uh, at 1.30 p.m. on Thursday, Dustin Johnson, Billy Horschel, and Colin Morikawa. I mean, really, that, that's... You could, you could watch the dedicated channel just on that threesome and be entertained all day. Uh, at 141, Will Zalatoris, Patrick Cantlay, and John Rahm. Are, are you serious? At 152, Jordan Spieth, Victor Hovland, and Xander Shoffley. I mean, this block is how many players could we pick that any one of them could walk away with wearing the green jacket? At, tw- at 203, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Brooks Kepka, and Rory McIlroy. Dump, so tell us about the featured groups. Sure. The feature groups are incredible. <laughs> Obviously, Tiger Woods, as you mentioned earlier, Louis Eustace and Joaquin Neiman at 1034. The other morning featured group at 1056, Adam Scott, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau. As you mentioned earlier, there's no dark horses, so all these groups are incredible. The afternoon groups, 130, Dustin Johnson, Billy Horschel, Colin Morikawa is one of the feature groups. Hmm. And the last feature groups um, at 152 is Jordan Spieth, Victor Hoplin, and Xander Shoffley. So getting up to Augusta is, is something that I always enjoy and will. And in, in this trip, I took a look at, as you guys know, with the Fairways of Life show, when it comes to Masters, one of the things that I love to do is I love to feature the culture and the history that surrounds the host site of a big tournament, in this case, the Masters, the first major on the men's side of the game of the calendar year. So to understand the town of Augusta, you have to understand that as the host site for the first major, they played a very major role in the Civil War. At the onset, the Confederacy was full of anticipation while planning to employ a strategy of outlasting the political will of the North to fight a war that would be long and cost a great deal. But with the Confederate attack on Fort Sumter on April 12, 1861, a new reality set in. With barely a month worth of gunpowder insured, the question of where the Confederacy would find massive amounts of gunpowder necessary to fight a large and extracted war became paramount. Jefferson Davis appointed former U.S. officer Major George Washington Raines of North Carolina to resolve this monumental and nearly impossible challenge. It was crucial because otherwise they had no um, way of getting gunpowder other than uh, barricade runners down on the coast to steal it from or you know, take boats to capture boats from the Union. That They had a gunpowder plant up in the northeast and uh, so if without it, uh, it wouldn't have lasted as long as it did. Raines, a graduate of West Point, had extensive experience in engineering with knowledge of chemistry, geology, and mineralogy. He settled on building the Confederate powder works along the banks of the Augusta Canal, 
utilizing highly advanced engineering to build a facility from scratch. From the start to finish, they had it up and operating in uh, seven months. Rains constructed a series of 26 buildings that would eventually stretch for two miles along the Augusta Canal to accommodate the sequencing and production of gunpowder. With the canals as his means of transport, the facility was not only highly efficient, but huge. In fact, it was the largest single Confederate industrial project of the entire war. The refinery was the principal structure and modeled after London's House of Parliament, centered around a 150-foot tall chimney. The powder works was so efficient that at the end of the war, it had a surplus of 70,000 pounds of gunpowder. When the war ended, bricks from the powder works were used to construct the mill that stands to this day, although in disrepair, with the original chimney remaining as a reminder of what was. In the world of golf, Augusta is known for hosting the first major championship of the year and for some of the most dramatic moments in the history of the game. But I'm standing right now at the base of that massive chimney along its walls. And when you think about the fact that I'm literally touching the bricks from the Confederate powder works and the role that it played in the Civil War, the only thing that I can think of that's kind of blowing my mind is, gosh, if these walls could talk. So our feature on the Confederate Powder Works, it, and, and I love it. Bear in mind, this entire site is maybe a driver and a wedge from the golf course. It's not far at all from Augusta National. And a Dayton, who you saw in, in that feature, was our host when, when we were shooting these, these features just a few days ago. And we also had this one on Ray's Creek. And it, I thought it was interesting because you're going to hear the name Ray's Creek over and over and over this week. Now, Ray's Creek is the primary creek as well as the tributaries, and that primary creek and those tributaries play a part in Augusta National. And year after year, they play a major role in deciding who will be the champion at the Masters. This gorgeous stonework dates back to the 1870s and it speaks to the interaction of the canal and Ray's Creek. And when you think about Ray's Creek and all the bodies of water that are famous in the game of golf or things that span the bodies of water like the Swilkin Bridge, I can't think of another more benign, seemingly flowing little creek that has had a bigger impact on the game of golf than Ray's Creek right here in Augusta. The confluence of land and water have long been golf's ultimate canvas for its contrast, beauty, and grand scale. But in Augusta, Georgia, a small meandering body of water called Ray's Creek has played a profound role in determining a champion at the Masters for nearly nine decades. Whether a golfer's ambitions are consumed by its slowly churning waters and tributaries, or they benefit from a rare reprieve, History is often defined by its influence. But for as major a role as it plays in the first major of the year on the men's side of the game, Race Creek is still only 10 miles long, hardly a force of nature. This creek, you could be anywhere in the United States or worldwide, and nobody would know what it is, but because of the tournament, uh, you mentioned Race Creek. Oh, I know where that is. <laughs> Artifacts from along its banks have been dated to Native American settlements from 3,000 to 10,000 years ago. Ray's Creek got its name from an Irish immigrant who came to Augusta in 1734 named John Ray. Ray was highly enterprising, operating multiple businesses along the creek that today bears his name. Augusta became a bustling industrial center in the years leading up to the Civil War, much of it due to the creation of the Augusta Canal in 1845 to harness the hydropower it provided. It backs water up into, uh, of course, uh, the Augusta National uh, uh, in front of 12 and uh, behind 11 and in front of 12 green. That little pond that's in there was uh, really, there's a dam put in there by the National that backs that water up too and keeps it looking like a a pond rather than a free-flowing stream like we see behind us here. However, the critically important canal in Ray's Creek moved in two different directions, meaning the creek as it exists today was in risk of significant alteration 
but an ingenious aqueduct was ultimately built by an Italian artist from massive stones that stand today as a testament to the vision and determination that provided for the continued flow of a small creek that continues to make history. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed those couple of features. We'll obviously keep them as we go down the road and continue to use them and feature them uh, as we put together more and more uh, specific content. You know, because major championships move from course to course, year to year, it's pretty easy to find content. When it comes to Augusta National, it's at that one place all the time. But I will tell you this much. I've already got some really cool things that we'll be working on uh, next year. One of them is a direct connection between Augusta and the Titanic. I just leave that one hanging out there until we do more with that. Okay, let's get you up to speed on how, when, and where you can get your coverage of the Masters. Uh, we will not be on air tomorrow because the coverage is starting so early tomorrow morning. We want you guys to, to enjoy everything without the distractions of, of our show and, and pictures of food and what have you. Uh, which, by the way, before I get into the airtime, Dom, are, are you hearing anything from, from the people? Are they weighing in on, on the, the food choices? I, they have to be, I would guess, because our, our audience is very busy, particularly folks on our YouTube channel, because you can communicate through that. And so during the course of a show, usually comments are pouring in on one thing or another. Uh, yes, I'm getting some comments. It seems people like my food and they want my food, and I can understand that. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Dom has pictures of his own food, his smiley faces, laughing faces. I think Dom took a menu from a restaurant and cut the pictures out. That's a lie. Those are real pictures from Defend my phone. Yourself. Defend yourself. Dom. I should have made a picture. I should have taken a picture of my bowl of cereal that I had this morning. Someone wrote. Uh, Tom just writes, hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Tom? Dinner at Dom's. Count me in, another guy says. Love Mark's dinner choices with wine pairings. Now, I did not oh, have any wine class. pairings with my dinner because I'd probably be serving, like, lame drinks. Like, yeah. I'd be serving, like, uh, Shirley Temples and water and iced tea and stuff like that. I'm, like, 12. I'm a 12-year-old. Any others, Tom? Is that all you're going to give us? Yeah, that's all for now. But okay, uh, I'm just very excited. I, I mean, I... I am very excited about the Masters. I don't know what to say. I, I, it makes me <laughs> I, I just cannot wait to start watching the Masters. I consume so much. Hold on a second. I have to before we go, I got to read something my wife sent me about the Masters. It's related to what we're talking about. It made me laugh when she sent it to me yesterday. She sent it to me about five minutes after Tiger Woods made his announcement. Well, I can tell you she for said, my part, we, we, have, uh, we have two televisions. In the family room. When people first come in, they kind of look at it at times and go like, oh, that's different. There's the one above the fireplace, and then there's one that sits on this table. I'm sure there's a, there's a more formal name of, of this, the furniture it sits on, but I don't know what it is. And that's the, the big TV. They're both smart TVs, but that's the big one for Donna can watch whatever she wants. We're dancing with the stars, whatever it is. But when it comes to the Masters, I've now got two flat screens that I can use for coverage of the Masters, and if I go to, you know, the, the channel where you can get all the Masters dedicated digital channels on one screen, I'll keep that up there, and if I see something happening on one of the screens, it's like a production truck. If I see something happening on one of the screens I like, I'll switch over to that one and pull it up. If it's somebody's birdie putt or approach shot or whatever, a tee shot, I can see it. And then I set up my computers and my phone all on dedicated channels. So I really do feel like my, my setup is, I feel like I'm in a production truck just watching everything that's going on. And it's an incredible way to consume the masters. Dom, what do you got? What was her note? Her note was again, like five minutes after Tiger's announcement, Tiger Woods is purposely ruining my life. (laughs) He needs to do a favor to all of the sports broadcasting wives and knock it off. (laughs) That's a good point. So, I don't know what she had planned fair, for you. It's a fair it assessment. Like, yeah, fair it assessment, looks like Dom won't be wife. cutting the grass this weekend because <laughs> Tiger is, is in the I'm Masters. unavailable permanently. <laughs> All right, par three contest today. You can find it on ESPN+. Plus. That dedicated and exclusive uh, content starts at noon Eastern time today. On ESPN, the mothership, it starts at 3 p.m. 
Eastern time for the Par 3 contest. On Thursday and Friday, ESPN's coverage will start at 3 p.m. Eastern time each of those two days. On Saturday and Sunday on CBS, 3 p.m. on Saturday, 2 p.m. on Sunday. That dedicated coverage on ESPN+, Plus, which you also can find on masters.com, will start on Thursday and Friday at 8.45 a.m. Eastern time. Now, there are multiple channels, as we were just alluding to, but when the coverage starts, the first that covers it will be at 8.45 a.m. tomorrow and on Friday. On Saturday and Sunday, it will start at 10.15 a.m. Carney was on with us earlier, and he was talking about the radio coverage, uh, which will be on Sirius XM in North America. It will be on uh, CBS Sports Radio. It will be on uh, Masters.com. It will be on the Masters app as well. Each day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that coverage will start at 2 p.m. Eastern Time just to keep you up to speed. And if you forget or wondering, you can log on to any of our Fairways of Life platforms, including our Fairways of Life YouTube channel, uh, as as well as our app, uh, as well as fairwaysoflife.com. And we have the feature loaded where I go through all these air times with you. So if you're, if you're thinking about, uh, here's my time and place of where I'll be and how can I catch the Masters, you'll be able to catch that little clip and we'll keep you up to speed on how, when, and where you can consume it and you can enjoy it, which is exactly what I hope that you have a chance to do, to enjoy the Masters and all that lies before us. Cannot wait to share the experience with you when we are together. Again, until then, be well and goodbye for now.